This week's episode is an audio and video version of my monthly newsletter. If you want to receive it to your email or to LinkedIn, check out the links in the episode description. If you got behind on listening to episodes, I'll be summarizing the past month's worth of episodes. So welcome to Plants Dig Soil, a podcast about realistic regen ag. I'm your host, Scott Gillespie, and I'm an agronomist from the Western Canadian prairies specializing in climate-smart agriculture. I discuss scientifically proven practices that benefit the planet and, just as importantly, farmers' economic sustainability. Be sure to visit my website, www.plantsdigsoil.com, for resources and information about the services that I offer. Every month on my podcast and my YouTube channel, I cover regenerative agriculture news. I try to focus on just the most interesting items and boil it down to the essentials. This month, I was really happy with what I found on research and innovation. I'll be summarizing those in just a moment. There wasn't much engagement on the community survey from last month, so I take it to mean that there isn't enough to make it work. It really needs to involve more than just a few people and have full engagement. The funding season is winding down. If you applied and were approved, you need to get your receipts in soon. If you're planning to do something next year, The intake isn't until February of 2024, so we can work on applications through the coming months. I just want to highlight what I do. I have my consulting options. The pricing reflects the independent structure of the business. You pay for the advice, and that's it. I do not sell any products. I will recommend them where I see fit, but I make no money from your use of anything I recommend. We can work remotely or in person, or a combination of the two. You're not tied to long-term commitments. I give you everything and you're free to implement on your own or with another company. Of course, I always love to work with people over the long-term. Now, to summarize what I talked about in this past month. Roots, microbes, and farmer innovations. Unearthing root secrets. While mixed crops explore different areas of the soil, their root mass is no different than a single species mix. Microbial mysteries unveiled. Delve into the world of microbial inoculants and the reasons why lab success doesn't always translate to the field. Innovative farming solutions. Learn how farmers are using cover crops as strip tillers and even employing sheep as solar vegetation managers. And finally, rethinking kosher. Explore the idea of using this weed as an animal feed for your harshest land. Now to the episode, Making Drip Irrigation Work. Number one, efficiency at its core. Drip irrigation minimizes water losses from wind dispersion and evaporation, closing the gap on efficiency. Number two, infrastructure challenges. One of the primary challenges is the infrastructure required for effective implementation. Number three, the role of rainfall. Drip systems work well when supplemented with moderate rainfall, but can fall short during droughts. Number four, understanding drip's reach. Drip irrigation wets a limited soil area, requiring frequent watering during peak growing seasons. Number five, cost-effective solution. I explore an innovative system combining drag lines with pivots, offering both a drip irrigation and a sprinkler option. Number six, concerns and solutions. 
disease transfer and wear and tear on pivots are potential drawbacks of this system, but I think they can be mitigated. And finally, I did an episode on Deep Work, a book by Cal Newport. There's three main takeaways that I talked about in this episode. First of all, time blocking. Cal's main premise is that the ability to focus deeply for extended periods significantly boosts productivity. In an era of constant distractions, this approach helped me reclaim valuable reading and work hours. Balancing deep work. Not all tasks require deep concentration. By dedicating the first part of my day to demanding tasks and saving shorter ones for later, I found a rhythm that works for me. And finally, attention residue. Switching off from work on weekends is vital. Even seeing work-related messages can keep your brain tethered to the last task. I personally benefited from having a separate personal phone to maintain boundaries, and I take notes when inspiration hits unexpectedly. So to wrap up this episode, the SCAP funding is available for next year. If you haven't already applied for things that you did this year, Some of the things that are covered are new technology, farm security, grain handling, buying or upgrading center pivots, installing drip irrigation, digging a well, developing water supplies for crops or livestock, decommissioning old wells, developing a food safety plan or upgrading an existing one, developing new products or new markets, fencing in riparian areas or adding fencing, perimeter or internal, increasing legumes or establishing native or tame forages, adding in shelter belts, eco-buffers, and pollinator strips, intercropping annuals for grain harvest, cocktail cover crops for green manure or forage, and establishing or enhancing wetlands. The important thing is is that my fees can usually be included in the funding, so there's really no reason to not try some of these new practices, especially when my fees and the, the costs of starting something new can be covered. And I just want to highlight my course, Profitable from the Start, Cover Crops for the Prairies. You'll make a Cover Crops First Plan, which covers the fit, implementation, return on investment, species, and termination. CCA credits are available for the continuing education credits that you do need for your CCA designation. Thanks for listening, and I will talk to you again next week.